For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Living the dream. I'm yeah. ready to get in the zone. You're in the zone already. Oh, yeah. We've just started. You can't be. It's impossible. I, oh, I can dive deeper into the zone. Catch my drift. Uh, I do. Mike, you're cool. It's on the screen. It's official. If it's on the screen, it's real. Damn. This is how this works. Welcome, everybody, to the new noise with Shane Told and Mike Howell. Wow. <laughs> we wow. are your hosts for this musical like journey endeavor and i'm really excited that we have 2095 people watching the stream right now uh because this is a big episode mike it is a huge episode absolutely massive does anyone know what this is does anyone know what this is let my camera focus 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 does anyone know what this is it's a vegetable does anyone know spoiler alert i don't know if you can eat these raw nobody knows nobody knows everyone just thinks we're weird it's fine somebody probably knows someone's gotta know they're good they're in season anyway hey we know we got fiddlehead people know there we go people they know. know bit of a spoiler just a little one it's okay they're early on <sighs> right mike Shane? Let's talk about music and I'm here for let's it. Let's start I love to do. with everything that happened last week. We had everything. A, a pretty rockin' week. We did. But there's one thing I'd like to bring up first. What's that? You're not gonna be mad about this. I'm not? That's good. I would love to 
get your take on the new Chunk No Captain Chunk oh. single called Bitter. Absolute raucous banger. It's really good. It it's really is a banger and it 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 made me smile. Like it it, did. it, 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 it gave me and like we listen to music for enjoyment, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, I enjoyed it. It was it was like had this great riff. The opening, oh, yeah. the that, opening that lyrics, riff, like mm-hmm. holds that song together. It like I just want to hear that riff all the time. Yeah, it's it's a great riff. Uh, I thought the lyrics were really cool and kind of self aware mm-hmm. of you know okay we're back kind of thing. Yeah, it and then took a huge break. And then yeah, the the chorus was awesome. I like. I think it's the second verse when they start screaming. Mm-hmm. And it just like, comes in and it hits you, and yeah. it's like, and I, this and is fine. I think that's when I really like when it really the smile came over my face, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm really enjoying this. This is great. And I love the music video too. With like, um, it was still like a normal music video, like uh, Bert singing, but there's a TV in the background that's playing old stage footage and stuff like that. And I was just like, man, this makes me feel so nostalgic for seeing Chunk live too. Yeah, because like. I've seen him at those places. I've seen him at Warped Tour. I saw him on tour when they had the Bert and the Panda costume, like right. all those different times. And you're just watching it. And you're like, wow, like this band has a killer live show that you don't remember about because you haven't seen them in five or six years. And yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. And, and for oh, people yeah. that are asking in the chat, they're asking what we're talking about. We're talking about the new single from Cap- Chunk No Captain Chunk. Yep. And yeah, man, it's it's good. It's I didn't check out the video. Mm-hmm. I should. Yep. I find I don't always like to watch a video the first, the first time I hear time. music. Yeah. I find it just distracts me kind of from what I'm mm-hmm. trying to get out of a song usually, so I prefer not to if, if possible, but I will I will check out the video. Um, Hell yeah. What records tickled your fancy this week, Mike? Because there was a top five last week. Uh, I mean, lots of good stuff in there. We're going to go straight in. Let's talk about this Galleons record. Okay. I haven't decided yet if I like it as much as Era, wow. but I think the fact that I'm considering that is saying something. Uh, the new Galleons record's absolutely incredible. Extremely, I'm not going to say pleasantly surprised because I knew it was good, or going to be good going into it, right? But I'm surprised by how good it is. I think all the way through, it's just an absolutely phenomenally well-written record. Every song is catchy and fun. I find myself just leaving it on repeat. I think I've heard the album like 12 times now. Yeah. It's so good. Well, then maybe I need to listen to it more. Because I, I, I was, you know, whenever it's a, a Mike Howell number one, mm-hmm. I'm expecting, you know, a lot of out of it. And not to say that the record, I didn't think the record was good. I think I thought the best song was still the one with um, Garrett Rapp. Yep, and um, a lot. There was a lot of strange, almost like mainstream mm-hmm. uh, moments on it. Where not to say, not to say, like I felt like it was a little lazy or a little phoned in, but I was just expecting maybe a little more um, originality. If that's, mm-hmm. but that's that being said, like I'm a guy that's heard a lot of records. And not to yeah. say that I'm not going to say this is records bad or anything. I think I was just expecting maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, just a little bit more on the ori- on the original side. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, someone else in the chat is saying they need to listen to it again. It didn't really grab me. And maybe that's where I'm at, too. And you know me, I'm, I'm always pretty diplomatic and I don't, you know, yeah. want to tear things down. And I don't think this is a bad record by any means. But I think there's some uh, some other records that are 
that came out and are coming out that I'm going to probably spend a lot more time with. And I think so, too. I think this week is pretty stacked, and I'm probably going to spend a lot more time with that. Maybe that's why I kind of binged the Galleons record, mm-hmm. uh, because I know that stuff's going to just take up my time. Um, but I definitely agree. There are some points that do feel a little phoned in, but the points that don't feel phoned in are just so much, like, they're so well done that it just kind of keeps me from thinking about those points, I guess. And yeah. I guess I'm looking at the highs more than the lows on this record. And yeah. Still definitely bangers all the way through. Love it. It's good. Yeah, it's completely it's all good, man. Um, uh, I'll bring up a record from last week as well yep. that I'd be really interested in your your take on. The Ember, the Ash. Now, this is an interesting artist, solo mm-hmm. artist from Ottawa, putting together uh, quite a... I, I enjoyed the record, but what did you think? Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Um, it definitely didn't grab me as much as i guess as like other extreme metal records did this Mm. year so far Mm -hmm. like that celestial sanctuary record but i still really liked it it was a lot of fun i think it's a really impressively put together project for only being one person yeah there's a lot of amazing ideas in it and i think it's a really solid release to just kind of put on in the background if that makes sense too because um it almost just feels a little bit atmospheric at points well, you know, still a new artist, right? Oh, yeah. That's that's I think what we have people need to remember. And 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 I think that you can hear that a little bit in the mm-hmm. in the band that okay, yeah, this is still someone finding it. But I think look out for when he does. Like look out for the next oh, record yeah. because I think that there's this could be uh, turn a lot of heads down the road. I think I think I would give this record. I think it's worthy of a top five. I think it's a really good record if you're into, into you know this style, this genre of music. But I think look out next album. I think that this guy's going to figure it out. Give you know give him the sophomore album, and it's mm-hmm. going to be really really good. But uh, 100% a lot a lot of potential with uh, the Ember the Ash. Oh yeah, I mean there are definitely like moments of brilliance throughout the record that as I was listening the first time kind of made me turn my head and say, okay, let me go back 30 seconds. I got to see how we got here. Uh, what's kind of going on. Yep. hundred percent. Really uh, what else, Mike, anything else from last week? Uh, I really like the Seuss based cowboy. If I die first EP, um, it was kind of exactly yeah. what I was expecting. Just like old school emo. Yeah. Really fun. All of those guys are super talented. Obviously the guys from first to last, um, as well as, uh, what's the guy's name? Lil Lotus, very talented. And obviously Steve's Space Cowboy, one of my favorite up and coming like bands. So I think overall, just real good, solid EP. And yeah, I loved it too. I, th- I thought that the, uh, yeah, it really was a, th- it really did feel like a throwback to me mm-hmm. of, of yeah. that tooth and nail era almost. And I know these, these aren't mm-hmm. 100%. bands or Christian, but I got that like vibe that really like over the top intense vocal you know mm-hmm. where you feel like oh my god how's this guy gonna do this the whole song like he's gonna lose his voice like that kind yeah. of intensity and really like that spastic energy which I- i'm always i'm always into that so yeah i, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed uh in, in this um this split record a lot too yeah it was a lot of fun um Sweet. and then overall just to touch on them real quick soft spoken and never loved i really like these records but kind of the same with the ember the ash um i think these are good I think there's a lot of room for improvement still. And I think that these are going to be bands that are in the future a little bit more 
uh, predominant once they kind of figure it out and polish the sound a bit. Yeah. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, those are our records from last week. Mm-hmm. We got a big top 10 list, so we need to jump. Well, in I, right I got away. one more thing, actually. Oh, okay. okay. I want to talk about from last week. Did you get a chance to check out the new single, Manchester Super Reds number one fan by Don Broco? I didn't. Oh, my God. I didn't. Phenomenal. I didn't know. We, we Wasn't it last? Was it last week we talked it's, about it? We talked about it because, uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, David they, Beckham. They made their page into a David Beckham Yeah, we, we were like, what's going on? And I somehow mm-hmm. slept on the news that they had a new single out. Yeah, In fact, so they, I they even went to their Instagram page to see if they were still doing it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't somehow find the news about the new song. So <laughs> It um, happens, but there's a new single. It's absolutely amazing. I love everything Don Broco does. Uh, the song is super cool. If you've listened to the song and you're kind of like, what are these lyrics? Uh, you can look. Uh, Rob's talked about it a bit. And the song is written from the perspective of a so-called super fan who still goes <laughs> okay. online and trashes you. So that's why it's kind of like weird. And some of the lyrics are like, this seems like something that would be commented on a video. That's the intent. And I think it's really well done. Um, I'm really excited for the first single. and I can't wait for the new album in September. Hell yeah. I know they're one of your favorite bands. Oh, All right. So good. Let's get into it then. We got a big week. We've got massive, not a top five. We have a top 10. Okay. Top so see this right up here. 10. That is fake news. I have to change this. I have to edit it to top 10 most anticipated albums of the week. It's a big week. So let's get started. Number 10. Number 10. We're going to roll into it. Out of Boston, Massachusetts, we've got post-punk band Fiddlehead with their new album "Between the Richness." And Fiddlehead. I don't know if I don't know if post-punk is like the right descriptor for this band, but that's just kind of what it felt like to me. Um, I I agree. Th- this band, mm-hmm. uh, it, it kind of sounds honestly like it could have come out in the late '90s. Yeah, uh, everything from the songwriting to the production, it mm-hmm. really has this this uh retro almost now like i guess you can use the term retro for for that era sound um it kind of dabbles a little bit in punk like there's a song that sort of reminds me of like hot water music obviously the vocals Mm -hmm. are different uh but then there's sort of an indie rock influence on it it as well it almost reminds me of like teenage wrist kind of Mm -hmm. where like could you hear it on alternative radio? Yeah. Could you hear it on like a punk Spotify playlist? Yeah. I wouldn't like either way. I'm kind of like right there. Yeah. Like a little bit like, I don't know if you ever listened to cloud nothings mm-hmm. sort of in that vein, but a, obviously okay. a little more seen, a little more punk than cloud yeah. nothings, uh, but definitely a really cool release. And I'm glad this made our top 10 because we don't focus too much on these kind of bands a lot. We don't. Uh, and I'm not sure how they came on your radar, Mike, but this is definitely for anybody that enjoys late 90s, uh, you know, emo punk mm-hmm. uh, indie. This is up your alley uh, like, for sure. Even like later Promise Ring, not early I, Promise Ring, I but later saying... Promise Ring a little bit. Um, it's it really is it's a really cool band and, and think, quite a bit different. I think it's almost like Drug Church kind of if you're really into that band. Um, yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. It's, it doesn't have the 90s note. Like it, it I would mm-hmm. say it's less 90s al- alternative and more 90s punk. 
yeah. but not fast. It's it's very hard to describe. Just go mm-hmm. check it out. Fiddlehead at number ten. Yep. Uh, I'm excited to hear this one uh, all the way super through. Super cool band. Yeah, they're the kind of band that like they're not super amped up. They're like I, that's the first band I want to see at like a riot fest or something like that. Where like there's a band that's just playing in the distance. You're walking into the festival. You grab your bottle of water. You're like, all right, I don't know who's playing. I'm just gonna go to the main stage and see who it, who it is. And right, it's these guys and like. Very good band for that kind of vibe. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Number nine. Number nine, we've got a band called Yautja. At least I think that's how they pronounce their name. Uh, Y-A-U-T-J-A for the podcast listeners. You can't see it on the screen. Yes, it is quite a awkward spelling. It is, but they've got their new album, The Lurch. Great album title coming out. They're from Nashville, Tennessee, and they're kind of post-metal. Um, if I wanted to describe them to anything, they're kind of like a more sludgy, full of hell, uh, really similar to kind of like a fuming mouth almost. Um, yeah. Basically, like the way that I kind of describe Biaucha is like single words, like it's grungy, it's sludgy, it's heavy, um, it's very kind of disorientating, it's very noisy. Um, yeah. It It's kind of like it's metal music that makes you feel like you need to take a bath after listening to the record. <laughs> like it's very good in that way. Uh, I, I agree. Um, yeah. Again, we, we've talked about this before. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. say they sound like converge. You can tell they're influenced by converge. Yes. They have that. Yeah. That sludgy sound, um, but also metal influences. I'm sure they listen to high on fire a lot. You oh, know, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. There's, there's, um, there's a good level of grind, punk, hardcore mixed together mm-hmm. in this, but a cool band, and I feel like we're not really doing them justice describing them because they're it's, a little bit they're a little bit of a cut above, mm-hmm. um, and they they sort of have their own sound too, like they yeah. don't they don't yeah they do sound I, pretty original. I almost want to describe it how it's kind of like Code Orange, like you call Code Orange like post metal or like hardcore or whatever, but they've just got that slight edge that you can't really describe as much that really sets them apart and makes them kind of worth coming back to listen to. But I love this band. I love the artwork. Name's not great, but I mean, (laughs) the music stands for itself. Go check these guys out if you're into any kind of modern post-metal. It's just so fun. Yep. Agreed. All right. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, people are probably going to wonder why this is so far back on the list. Uh, kind of a huge band, kind of a very popular band. Uh, but for number eight, we've got 21 Pilots with their new album, Scaled and Icy. This is a, yeah, it's a big band. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a big kind, one. Kind of one of the biggest bands to come from our scene um, on level with Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco now. Um, they might be bigger, dude, honestly. Uh, yeah, They're they might huge band. be bigger. Huge band, yes. Like, uh, if you don't know who 21 Pilots is, you've been living under a rock. I'm sorry, but it's just the case. Um, They're super poppy. I'd say, like, you could call them alternative, but are they really? No. Um, They're a really fun band, though. They've got their highs and they've got their lows throughout the albums. Uh, Some people think that they've been consistently amazing. Some people think that they haven't been good since the first album. I think these new songs are really fun. Uh, they're really cool. They've just put out a new single called Saturday, and it's almost kind of Daft Punk-esque, which I listened to it uh, yesterday, I think it came out, 
And I was like, wow, this is probably my favorite single from the album. And I'm actually starting to get kind of excited to listen to it. Right. Because the other two singles were really good, but they weren't like uh, regional at best level. And I've always kind of been looking for that level of 21 Pilots or maybe that style. And they've sheared more towards pop. For sure. But a huge band, some an album I know that even if you haven't been with 21 Pilots lately and you're like, man, I didn't like the last two or three albums, you're still going to check this out. Still, This band is still super talented. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, the record Blurry Face 2015 mm-hmm. was huge. Stressed Out was, was huge. Ride was huge. You know, mm-hmm. they, ha- they had these massive songs and then I feel like they didn't really follow it up with Trench. They you did know, a weird concept album um, with Trench, which really worked for their fans, but right. not for, like, everybody else. Right, right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, maybe just on the mainstream level, they took a slight step back. And mm-hmm. now, with some of these new singles that they've released, I think Shy Away is a, is a really good song. Oh, yeah. Choker's, Choker's great, too. Saturday <laughs> I didn't hit, didn't hit me right where I wanted it to. Uh, but I'll be honest, I, I have never been, like, a massive... Fan or supporter, really, of, mm-hmm. of of Twenty One Pilots. I have a lot of respect for what they do. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call myself a fan, but I do think that this uh, record could be the one that gets them back, you know, uh, to where they were Agreed. when uh, when Blurry Face came out. And um, yeah, man, I, I think that they. I think another thing that that they don't get that doesn't get too t- talked about too much with them is. Uh, their lyrics are pretty good too. Oh, if, if you want to compare, lyricists. if you want to compare their lyrics to other mainstream bands or radio bands, it's mm-hmm. not even the same league. Like there, there's a lot more. Um, feel, it feel it seems like a lot more thought goes into the lyrics in this band than than um, a lot of others. Agreed, hundred um, percent. As somebody who loves lyrics, Twenty One Pilots was kind of my favorite, one of my favorite bands uh, with regional at best. That album is absolutely incredibly lyrically, and even though I didn't like Blurry Face and Trench as much, they still did a great job uh, as far as writing. And I think that this album is going to be more of the same in that regard. Uh, yep. Nope. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's a big one anyway. Uh, the band has almost 23 million monthly listeners on Spotify. Crazy. And, uh, yeah, and I know that the second they're able to get back out on tour, they're going to be playing arenas. They're all going to be sold out, and... People will be freaking out, so mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh, hey, it's good to have them back. Oh, for sure. All right, number seven. Number seven. This is a bit of a Mike and Shane pick, I guess. I mean, these are yeah. This is an artist that's kind of close to both of our hearts. He's been around for a long time. Sure but, has. Uh, with the new album Intruder, it's Gary Newman, kind of one of the original synth pop, synth electronic artists. One hundred percent. Um, this, you know, we don't always focus on, let's say, older artists. Mm-hmm. Some people might call call it, you know, uh, like a, a Classic heritage act. act. Yeah, these kind of words get thrown around because you know, the the guy's been making music since the seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and a lot of the music he's known for is from the seventies or the eighties, but. Don't let that sway you from listening to this. This doesn't sound like a guy that was popular in the 70s trying to fit in with Mm -hmm. today's culture or making music that feels completely irrelevant. This sounds 
uh, me the meaning behind all the music is like mm-hmm. right on par with all of the contemporary music coming out today. Oh, hundred percent. And like a lot of the sounds that he's creating are just crazy too. It's things that I wouldn't expect somebody who's been around and been doing hit, um, electronic music as long as he has to take risks with. Yeah. It almost reminds me of like a slightly poppier glitch mob and stuff like that with some of the samples that he's using. Yeah. It just sounds very almost industrial, but not quite industrial. I, yeah. yeah. I absolutely love everything that he does. And he's just such an innovative artist that I don't think has ever really stopped making great music, but he stopped getting the recognition he deserved for what he was doing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm loving these, these new singles, man. Oh, they're incredible. Um, uh, Intruder, I Am Screaming, mm-hmm. uh, Saints and Liars. These are great. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm on totally on board for Gary Gary Newman. You know, I'd say maybe the the best comparison would be maybe if you like Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. but a little a little less psycho, yeah, like a little more um, a little more concepty because all of his recent albums have been like concept albums about this kind of universe that he's created mm-hmm. too. It's very very cool. Yes, uh, definitely. But but there's you can tell that there is some Nine Inch Nails probably influence. I would be shocked if him and him and Trent Reznor weren't friends. Oh, uh, they they have they, they have played a lot Riot of that. Fest a ton together and stuff like yeah. that. They have to be friends. Yeah. So I, I but no Gary Gary Newman is uh, is awesome. People saying let's get him on the podcast. I I will hit him up for sure. Would love mm-hmm. to to pick that guy's brain. Let me tell you. And it it really just does impress me because you know. <sighs> Artists will come out, and I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but like artists will come out, like whether it's, you know, oh Paul McCartney's putting out a new record, or mm-hmm. or Bob Dylan, or you know these these legends that have had absolutely incredible careers and have put out some of the best music of all time. Very rarely do these artists put out a record that's like relevant, any good or or relevant at all. And Gary mm-hmm. Newman, despite you know the guy the guy's been doing it for over forty years. It, he, he he it really is relevant so yeah. everyone should check it out i mean i i think this album is going to be so good that it's kind of kind of bring a new wave of fans to gary newman um as long as it gets out there properly i know i'm going to be spinning it i pre-ordered the vinyl i'm so happy for this record to be coming out this week it's so good gary's just iconic and that's number seven on our list Right. <laughs> and we already had 21 Pilots, which could be the number one album like on Billboard. Yeah. Um, and we are yeah, probably so, will be. So we're we're not even we're not even to the point where our normal list starts and we've already had two fucking icons. So, yeah. All right. I'm ready for number six, Mike. Number six coming out of Ottawa, Ontario. We've got pop punk band. We were sharks with their new album. New low. Oh, yeah. We love these guys. Love this band. Uh, uh, Randy, Randy's the man. Uh I feel like this band has been consistently great since they came mm-hmm. out. And I think that this, the single so far, I think this is probably going to be their best record yet. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I've loved the singles. I'm kind of newer to this band. Um, I absolutely love them though. Like bring me down is just such a jam. Like that chorus will just get stuck in your head. Uh, same with problems and over this. Um, I, I love this band and they're kind of older guys too, right? 
if I remember. A, a little bit, yeah. They, they yeah. aren't for for being a you know a newer band, mm-hmm. uh, and I think their first. Well, they have a record from back from twenty twelve, but you know they they haven't been. Um, I think but their I think first big record. Their right? first, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've they've been. Um, they are a little bit older, but I, I find mm-hmm. that that's sometimes a good thing. You know, a, mm-hmm. a band is kind of. They get together. They kind of have have found who they are a little bit more, maybe when they're starting. Hundred percent. And I, yeah, I think this band is great. They were oh, on yeah. Victory Records for a while, which mm. sort of put them in That'll this. It. Yeah, it put them in this weird place where people didn't want to help them out. Yeah. And now, obviously, Victory is defunct, and they're moving on to other pastures. And yeah, they have grass is much they, greener. They just have great songs. Oh yeah. These guys are really good at songwriting. Uh, I'm not going to say it's like a classic pop punk sound because it doesn't sound like Newfound Glory and stuff like that. Uh, but it's fun. It's modern. It's upbeat. They do really cool guitar noises, which I always appreciate. I don't know. Is that like a pick slide that they do? Like, you know what I'm talking about? They've got uh, that noise. It's almost like, bam. It's, like, it's not a bomb dive or anything like that. It just sounds cool. Yeah, if anybody it, listens to the record and knows what I'm talking about, message me, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know what you, I know what you mean. Um, mm-hmm. they, yeah, they're kind of a hybrid though between the new and the old, right? Like they aren't oh, yeah. they aren't they don't have that cutting edge, um, you know, really super modern pop punk sound. Yeah, I'm not going to compare this to another band that we're talking about later, but no, it, no it's the no, perfect blend. No, or or they don't have that like, you know, uh, something like. Calling All Captains or mm-hmm. um, uh, fuck, there's too many pop punk bands that I can't remember all their names. Oh, um, um, like Hot, Mul- Hot Mul- Mulligan, you know, like mm-hmm. w- which I would say these bands are kind of really they're really pushing the genre forward. Mm-hmm. I almost we think were it's kind of like Carousel kind of, Kings, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were Sharks just kind of they're kind of in the middle. They're they're they mm-hmm. seem like they could play with Newfound Glory, they could play with Hot Mulligan, but their music is sort of somewhere in the middle. Uh, which which yeah. I, I like that I like that they they mm-hmm. are just focusing on hey this they, we're not trying to like recreate uh, reinvent anything we're just right here in a spot we are we're comfortable and we're just trying to express ourselves and write great music they'd fit in perfectly on like a sad summer festival like, yeah they really perfect. would they really would stoked for the record though absolutely Randy from We Were Sharks, uh, coming soon to a podcast near <gasps> you. Spoiler. All right, let's go on. We got, we're the top five now. We made it. Top five. Episode starts now, kind of. Here we go. Kind of. Number five. Where where have you been? <laughs> uh, so number five, coming out of Helsinki, Finland, we've got Hyperactive, the new album by One Morning Left. One morning. I absolutely love this band. They're, this band yep. is go wild. Ahead. Uh the only band crazy enough to put a recorder solo in a breakdown. Uh, these guys are wild. They're changing their sound up again on this album. Uh, all the art is kind of 80s inspired, as well as the synths and tones that they're using for the electronics. They're, they're more of an electronic core than a metalcore band, I think. Uh, but they're executing it super well. One of the songs that they've released, I want to say it's... Uh, Ruby Dragon maybe is kind of like an 80s ballad inspired metalcore song. All these singles are just so fun. Like I don't think they take themselves super seriously, but they're writing music that is absolutely amazing. If you are a fan of Hypa Hypa, you're going to love this. It's a good time. 
Yeah, man. Again, another a, a band that's very hard to. You have to kind of just see them and listen to them to yeah. kind of get it. But I'm gonna try mm-hmm. to describe it. They're almost like the darkness meets of mice and men. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, you have nailed it. <laughs> like, like they have this jokey, almost like hair metal, comical mm-hmm. thing going on, and, and they're also from Europe, so there's like that, yeah, feeling. But then they have a like you could call them a metalcore band, right? Like they have mm-hmm. modern metalcore oh, elements while still having sort of like this, you know, yeah, um, hair metal vibe. I don't know. That's that's it, what I would. That's how I would describe it. Punk goes Steel Panther. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 like, and, and I don't know how far they take it live. If it's like all jokes or whatever, I have no but idea. But they, I have no idea either. Their promo photos are like pretty funny and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I um, I, I am love, I'm all I've loved this it. band for a long time. I'm always excited when I get to hear new music from them. It's kind of few and far between. They always take their time with albums, but everything they put together is just super well done. Cool. Cool. All right, one morning left at number five. Number four. Yes. All right. We have moved into the real meat of the show, and since we're here, you know what we've got to talk about an Australian band. So we're going to talk about the new album, The Uncanny Valley by Deadlights. A little bit of a smaller band. Metalcore, I describe them as kind of like landmarks. Mm-hmm. But since they're Australian, they're better. Um, not just because they're Australian, obviously, but uh, these guys are just writing really good quality metalcore. I love all the singles that they've put out. Born Alive, King of Nowhere, and Sudden Life, Sudden Death are absolutely incredible. It's a really solid mix of this newer strain of kind of like hardcore metalcore that Landmark, Not Loose, Polaris are doing, uh, mixed with super catchy choruses. I absolutely love it i was kind of listening to the singles again this today and it kind of popped into my head and it's like did you listen to erase me by under oath did you wish that album was a little bit heavier right that this is really like right there and good that's a good comparison yeah um yeah this this band you know you called them a a smaller band they they really shouldn't be they're no they're really good uh and that's probably because they're from australia and every band from australia is good we've decided Especially in mm-hmm. the in the metalcore post hardcore genre, yep. Yeah, this this band is this band slaps. There's no other way to say it. This Second is exciting. Album too. Very They're, important. Yeah, I think that this is going to put them on the map. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, people need to be aware of this band. Deadlights. It's all one word too. Uh, if you're if you're searching for it, yep. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say except this is great. They have a really. They have a really way, a great way of doing their clean parts. Like their clean parts 100%. don't seem like an afterthought. They, it seems mm-hmm. like almost like the clean parts are really well thought out choruses, really great lyrics and melodies. And then it's like, okay, and then we're still going to craft an awesome, you know, heavy vibe around that. So exactly. I, I think that this band is super, super underrated. I think they re- do a really good job at not only making the heavy and light parts uh, or heavy and clean vocals flow with the music, but also with kind of the emotional tones that they're bringing through the song. Everything just really feels well composed and thought out. Like you said, I think these guys are doing phenomenal songwriting and it amazes me that this is only their second album. Yeah. I'm with you. 
Number four, Deadlights. Number three. Number three. You know we got to talk about it. It's an EP. The fact an EP is this high up with (laughs) this stacked of a list. We've got the new EP, Zombie 2, by the Devil Wars Prada. Yep. I've heard this EP. Uh, Yes. A lot of people have heard this EP. Uh, they did you hear played it, on the, it in full on the live stream. Yes. I wonder how, how much the same it is, right? When you're like talking about hearing it in mm-hmm. that environment versus the actual recording production. But I, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I had Mike on the show yesterday. He was right here on the, yeah. on the, on the, um, right here. Mike the, replaced with Mike. Right. The other Mike. Um, and yeah, man, it's an exciting release. They're excited. Mm-hmm. The fans are excited. This is kind of like the, I feel like they're back, you know? Um, yep. Not that they ever went anywhere, but I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like this is, for their fans, there's a lot of excitement around this, um, around the CP. Yep, and I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. Everybody knows Zombie 1. Everybody's listened to these singles. Um, Devil Wars Prada, probably one of the biggest metalcore bands in our scene. Absolutely incredible band. Uh, they've always been good. They've been kind of top tier for me once they've started uh, the songwriting cycles for like Transit Blues and The Act. I think those albums are incredibly well done. I think they're carrying over the lessons learned to this EP while bringing in their older, heavier sound as well as the zombie conceptual portion. The live stream absolutely ripped. I loved it. I can't wait to hear these studio versions. I'm really interested to see if they kind of bring in um, they had kind of like a lot of ambient like uh, interludes on the live stream. I'm, I don't know if that's something they're doing on the album. I would love it if they did. Uh, if not, I'm cool with that too if we just rip right through it. I think all of these songs are incredible. They're super well written. I know when we were talking about Termination, uh, we mentioned how there wasn't really a song structure. I think that they really picked and choose what songs to do this on well and which yeah. concepts. Yeah, I think... Everything about this is just so well thought out and done. And I, I yeah, I'm I agree. So man. happy for these boys. No, no, I I agree. And um, there's talk of perhaps there being a space to oh. EP. And I and, love you know, space more than zombie. Oh yeah. So that's like already rock and roll. Give it to me. Yeah. Please. So it's just cool, you know that that the I think the band now they've been around a long time. They're mm-hmm. starting to be able to find their their uh, place where, you know, okay, we're going to push ourselves forward with our new full lengths and stuff. And the act, their last record was a really great record. Mm-hmm. And, and now they're also able to dive into a little bit of nostalgia and do some kind of fun stuff with these EPs. And that's a really yeah. kind of a cool, um, uh, you know, uh, duality to have within, within their career. So I... Um, I'm all for it. I love these guys. They're some of my best friends, and I'm very happy you have them so high on the list because this is, uh, this is not to be missed. I mean, I don't think Prada have put out an album since Transit Blues that's missed my top ten. It, they're a consistently incredible band. I, I agree, man. Well, wow. Top two. Okay, number two. Top two. We're here. Let's talk about it. I was torn. I was really torn, Shane. Because I feel like there are two wolves inside of me. (laughs) One wolf listens to progressive metalcore, and one wolf listens to goofy pop punk. Yes, these are quite different, the top two. They're quite different. But uh, in the end of the scheme, uh, we got to pick one. Only one can be the number one album of the week. And progressive metalcore is not that album. 
So we've got to talk about, for our number two, the new album Witness by Vola. I've talked about this band on the show. I've told everybody to check out this band. This yep. band's absolutely incredible. I think they're one of the best progressive metalcore bands out there right now. I think that they are tackling songwriting and album structure in a way that almost nobody else is doing. I think that they've managed to convey feelings that you don't normally feel into music very well. Um, as far as making you feel creepy on their track, Black Claws, as far mm -hmm. as making everything feel kind of ethereal on 24 light years. Um, if I was talented in writing music, Vola would 100% be one of my influences. I think that they are far and away just these super talented dudes that are yeah. making incredible music. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they are kind of in, in a league of their own in a, in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I it's hard to compare them to other bands, really. I can't. I mean, I can I can compare them to other progressive metalcore bands. I'm like, okay, if you like Vola, you'll like Voices from the Fuselage and Sky Harbor and Earthside and Defender and stuff like that. But they don't. It's not the same. No, you, no, it's not. It's not the same. And yeah, it seems like this was this is their third album, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, um, I believe so. So, yeah, but I th again, I think I think the fact that they're from Europe, uh, Sweden, mm -hmm. Denmark, something like that. Copenhagen. Copenhagen. So okay. Yep. Yeah. And they, uh, I, I feel like this, you know, it might take them a little bit longer to break kind of into our side of the world, mm -hmm. but this especially be, with the this saturation of metal in Europe too, it's a little bit harder over there. Yeah. But, but uh, it's, it's going to happen over here. I think when mm -hmm. people uh, get their hands, their filthy grubby hands on this album. I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I'm probably just going to make a little playlist with this and the number one and Devil Wars Pro. I'm, I'm probably going to make a playlist of all of these and just like let it spin all weekend. I'm, I haven't said it yet. I forgot to say it. We had like a presentation and work today and we're like, <laughs> talk about burnout and work and stuff like that. And like, I'm looking at the safety presentation. And I'm like, oh my, I'm all of these symptoms. So I decided this Friday I'm taking the day off of work just to listen to all this beautiful new music. <laughs> okay. Well, good for you, man. I mean, very excited. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I can understand a little bit of a burnout here, uh, here oh, and yeah. there. That's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not immune. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. We all um, are. All right. But well, super excited for this record. I mean, it's, if this isn't in my top ten, I'm gonna be a little surprised. Okay, we got a lot of hype here this week. May oh, yeah. the week of May twenty first. We got lots of stuff coming out, um, and we're gonna get into the number one record. Take a quick second to talk about our sponsor, rockabilia.com. You need merch. I know you need it. Uh, and the place you to get clothes. it. The place to get it, rockabilia.com. Uh, save 10% off. They're already rock bottom prices with promo code Shane, S-H-A-N-E. That's 10% off at rockabilia.com. Use promo code Shane. That's it. Easy. Easy. Go there. You need stuff. Easy. Go there. All right, uh, we're back. We are. We're, we're back here. Long wait. Oh, it's been a long, long wait. Not that long, actually. Not that long. But longer than usual because we had ten, and now it's come down to this, Mike. So you're you're about to say that this band and this record is better than all number nine combined. No, definitely not combined. <laughs> <laughs> 
putting the ultimate words in your mouth. If I had to choose between number one and the field, I would take the field this week. Okay. All right. That's that's cool. Well, let's get to it. But I am going to love this record. Let's get to it. it. You can announce it. I know you're excited. I'm going to lob it over the plate to you. You're going to smash it out of the park. The number one record of the week is... Well, I'm... I'm going to smash it out of the park. You mean the water park? Oh. We're talking about the new album, Greatest Hits by Water Parks. The new album, Greatest Hits. This, all the singles are so good. Like, Numb might be one of my favorite songs to be released all year. It is so absolutely beyond catchy. Like, Snow Globe is not my favorite song, but it's still good. Low Key as Hell was a great single last year during quarantine and the vibes there. They just released the songs Just Kidding and Violet, which are Mm -hmm. both bangers. You'd Be Paranoid, too, If Everyone's Out to Get You is a great song. Mm -hmm. I really don't think it's a meme anymore that this band is releasing an album called Greatest Hits because it just might be. (laughs) I mean, there's something, Uh, man. This band Um, has never missed either, so. Well, no, and I, I think that they're really good. We've talked about them. I feel like we're talking about them all the time. But I'll say what I always say. I'll say what I always say is that, you know, Austin Knight being this ridiculous personality, typing Mm -hmm. in all caps on Twitter, just just being absolutely crazy, you know, it doesn't do the music justice because the music is actually good. The songs are actually good. And I think that it's very hard for people that aren't super fans of the band already to maybe get past that to dive mm-hmm. into this to this band. But now might be your chance to is. get this record, listen to it, put the blockers on, shut out all the you know. I'm not going to call it bullshit because I think the guy's pretty funny. But you oh, know yeah. all that side of things. Just listen to the music because it's good, and it's yeah, I absolutely I, I enjoy this band a lot. I'm so excited for this record and i mean you mentioned austin's personality i'm reading his book at the moment it finally came in oh he's the exact same way on his book too and it's okay. absolutely hilarious okay. um, i didn't know he had a book what's the what's yeah. the book about uh so it's called you'd be paranoid too if everybody was out to get you it's okay. basically uh his life story and it's about uh advice and stuff like that i don't know i forget the name of the website but there's some website that he signed up for that you can go and like ask questions. And he responded to over like 6,000 of these questions. And they were like the inspiration for the book and like what he's talking about. And he has some excerpts from those questions and things like that. That's really cool. Right. And he's just as funny in the book as in real life. Like chapter one, when I was a baby. And it's like, I ate a lot of goop and shit myself. Next chapter. <laughs> and like you turn the page, it's the next chapter. That's it. Like <laughs> okay, it's it's super great. I love the book so far. I'm probably about halfway through. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. But like, we talked about Twenty One Pilots too with lyricism, and I think Austin Knight's right up there with them. He is so absolutely incredible at just some of the melodies and harmonies he's able to put together, and the metaphors that he's able to combine with that. They are extremely vivid and extremely concise in a way that not a lot of bands can manage to do. Yeah. No, I mean, I I can't, I can't say enough good things about this. Mm -hmm. Um, was the website, was it form spring by any chance? Yeah, I think so. Do you remember, is anyone in in the chat or, or on, um, 
podcast, remember Form Spring? I found that that was like pretty, pretty, you know, now people do it on their Instagram where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, ask me anything or like yeah. Reddit AM- AMAs and all that. But Form Spring was the first one and it was, yeah, it was formspring.me. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was what he's, Austin's talking about, but it was probably a, a more modern yeah, one. Yeah, I don't remember. I think Austin's like, he's like one of those people you would think he's younger than he is. Like, I think he's like 30, right? Or something. Uh, he's, he's, let me he's, see. He's a year older than me, I want to say. Maybe two. He is. See. He's 29. Okay. Yeah. So he's not like, you'd probably think he would be younger than he is based mm-hmm. on kind of his whole persona but he's no, been he's, in a lot of bands though a lot of failed bands too yeah interesting like, he talks about it in the book it's really cool well he's not in a failed band anymore water parks is our number one album of the week check it out uh yeah it's it's give it a chance i'll say that even if you if mm-hmm. like you feel it like maybe you want to roll your eyes a little bit over some of the stuff there is a lot of creativity here and, and some, some pretty cool songs. So I'm, I'm on for it, Mike, and I'm, I mean, let me, I want to do something. I want to look back over this top ten list, and I want to tell the people what my number one would be. Oh, yeah? And I would say Water Parks is a great pick, quite honestly, but I think people should check out this Deadlights band. I think this um, Deadlights mm-hmm. is a really, really, really underrated band, so... They're number four. Agree. Still, they still beat out Twenty One Pilots and uh, um, yeah. and and uh, uh, Gary Newman and We Were Sharks. So, pretty huge. But yeah. uh, tons of releases. I great mean, stuff. And it's so hard to pick the list too, right? Like I would say, I'm. If you ask me on any given day, like I'm more excited for Bola than Water Parks and things like that, or I'm more excited for Deadlights that day. Who knows? But like, all of these are going to be great releases. They're all going to be top tier. And it's just such a stacked week that it's hard to actually get a list accurate. Long yeah, man. So stoked. Yeah, man. Well, that's our top 10. And uh, let's do a quick recap because there were so many before we get into some honorable mentions. I'm sure you have a Hell few, yeah. right, Mike? Oh, I've got a ton. All right. Number 10. Number 10. We've got the new album Between the Richness by Fiddlehead. I love that album title, too. It's a great band and a really great vegetable. I encourage you to... Go to your local supermarket, find a fiddlehead, and eat it. And um, it looks don't like even a, pay for it. Just um. It, it looks like a number six or a nine, or a P, if you if you want, whichever. Or a Q uh, then. Yeah, or a Q. Exactly. It all works out. Number uh, fiddlehead number ten. Number nine. Number nine. We've got the new album, The Lurch, by Yautja. Y a u t j a. If you're looking that up right Good. now. Yes. Y-A-U-T-J-A. Very awkward. Number eight. We've got the new album, Scaled and Icy, by 21 Pilots. You know them, you love them. Number seven. Number seven, Intruder, by Gary Newman. The Legend. Number six. Number six, we've got New Low, by We Were Sharks. That's right. What what are they now if they're not sharks anymore? I don't know. Band dudes. Hell yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't never understood this band name, but hey, you know, whatever. What? Most band names don't make a lot of sense. Uh, number five. Here it is. Number five. Number five. We've got Hyperactive by One Morning Left. Number four. Number four. We've got The Uncanny Valley by Deadlights. Yes. And number. Th- it's kind of a fun album name because it's like Uncanny Valley. Like the way they're spelled, I almost think that they should rhyme, but they don't. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. Canny, mm-hmm. Valley, yeah, they don't they're not the same A sound. But yeah, yeah good good band, underrated band. Uh number three? Number three, we've got Zombie Two, the EP by the Devil Wears Prado. Of course. Number two. Number two, we've got Witness by Vola. V O L A. That's that's right. And the number one record of the week, of course, is Greatest Hits by Waterparks. There it is. Waterparks are number one. Big week. Lots of music to listen to. You're going to find something in that top 10 that will tickle your fancy. Somebody in the chat is saying they are We Were Sharks because they used to be called Sharks. But the band name was taken. Hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Cool. That happens. It it happens a lot. That's actually a pretty cool, funny way to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, yeah, and and then it's always it is always funny too when the band that had to change their name just gets like way better, like exponentially oh, yeah. bigger than the than the band other band. That's like uh, what happened recently, like Caskets and Captives, or Caskets changed their name to Captives, I think, right? Oh, is that maybe right? It was, maybe it was Captives and they changed their name to Caskets. I don't know. It went one way, uh, but they're already bigger than the band that's like saying, "Hey, don't use our name." Yeah, which is hilarious. Yeah, no, there's there's been some some old back in the day like i remember uh, actually matchbook romance matchbook romance used to be called the getaway okay and there was a toronto band called the getaway that we used to play shows with a local band and they won the battle to keep the the band name the getaway and then they changed their name to matchbook romance and nobody even even knows that there was also uh, a band crazy. from from my area called bayside that had to change their name because the new york bayside yeah, um, the cult. But they, yes, but they ended up, uh, yeah, I guess the New York base side did get a lot bigger in that case. Yeah. But, yes. Mike, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Let's, uh, let's get down on these. So, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or if we talked about it in the after show on Twitch here, uh, but we brought up this new little black metal, weird, post-everything awesome band called epiphanic truth they're dropping their <laughs> new album i love these guys it's buck wild it's kind of like my entire personality thrown into a band and i love it yeah epiphanic um oh i i lost it i had it up here i want i want to just pull it up because it's so it's so much fun epiphanic truth was at 34. 34 monthly listeners last week. We talked about them. Now they're up to 110 monthly listeners. We We're would doing like, it. We would like to say we tripled their monthly listeners. Yep. Um, we are there. Mike and I are their marketing team here. They still only have one song out. It's called The Truth and the Beast, and it bangs. Uh, nine oh, minutes so and 47 cool. seconds. If you The love, last two of that are jazz. <laughs> yeah, if you love black metal and jazz, you're going to love Epiphonic Truth. So get on that, okay? You heard it here first. Still getting it on the ground floor with 110 monthly listeners. Your rookie card. There you go. Uh, next up, we've got some. We got two cool EPs. They're not. Uh, I'm gonna say normal EPs, but they're new music. But they're kind of interesting. First up, we've got an acoustic EP from Northlane. Yes pretty stoked about this i really like dalian i thought it was great um the other interesting news this is their last release on unfd yeah um so. yeah great they're a great band north lane is mm-hmm. awesome and I'm, I'm excited to hear them do 
like take an acoustic approach to things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of metal, I'll just call them a metalcore band. Uh, they are. When they try it, it usually doesn't work out too well, I feel. But mm-hmm. I think in their case, it really could work out work out really, really great with Marcus and, and everybody in, in the band. So 100%. Could, could I really, think the songs really are... I think the songs are written in, from a really emotional, personal perspective, which is normally what helps things translate good to acoustic. Um, so I think that'll help. So be yeah. Good. All right. Uh, let's go on. There's more and more. I know. How many do you have this week? Do you know? Do you have a number? I've got eleven. Eleven. Okay. So we're already yeah. we're already a ways in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, next EP that I wanted to talk about in the opposite direction. We went kind of serious with acoustic. We're getting absolutely ridiculous with the new. Uh, I guess it's deluxe EP. From E. Cowboy, the oh boy. MMXX Hypa Hypa edition, where all of the bonus songs are just different versions of Hypa Hypa. There is a folk metal version, there is a disco version, there is a deathcore version. I don't know what other versions there are at this point. It's Buck Wild. I'm kind of here for it. I like Hypa Hypa. It's a jam. I'd be amiss if I didn't talk about it. Yes. Um, I-, I love. I love Hypa Hypa too. We've joked about it. It's just, I feel like it's a little bit like yesterday's news, you know? Yeah. Uh, like they maybe should be working on something else. But hey, I mean, I'll whatever. still I'll still check it out. And I mean, most of this is featuring other artists, so I think they didn't have to do too much work on it. It's like remixes and stuff, right? And covers. So if you can have other people do stuff for you and release it, we got on you. All right. Next up. We have talked ad nauseum about how it's the year of deathcore. <laughs> I would be a clone or something if I didn't talk about it. There is a new single on Friday from one of the craziest bands in deathcore, Slaughter to Prevail. Oh, yeah. From Russia. I've seen clips of the music video. Alex Terrible wrestles a real bear. <laughs> Yeah, like I thought it was like a fake bear or a bear in a suit, but then I was like watching his Instagram stories and he's just like legitimately feeding this bear like steak and stuff like that in between cuts. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is a real bear in the music video. Okay, this is, you know, I shouldn't have expected anything different because it's Russia, but right. The song's called Baba Yaga. Um, They played it live, so you can hear a live version now. It's insanely heavy. I'm excited to hear this in the studio. I love Slaughter to Prevail. There's a new album coming later this year. They haven't officially announced it yet, but I'm very excited. Year of Deathcore, baby. Yeah, this no Slaughter to Prevail is very another very unique unique band that people should should check out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, they rip. Oh yeah. Uh, next up is Tom DeLonge, Angels and Airwaves. Mm. New song today. Oh, I haven't heard it. Oh, it's pretty good. I like it. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's obviously like he's been out of the picture for a little while and mm-hmm. Blink-182 has moved on without him and, and made some music, which I, I think the, the Blink last couple of Blink records have been OK. Um, yeah, but I'll be interested to see kind of what, you know, his take on. Obviously, I feel like his music has always been a lot different mm-hmm. than Blink-182, a little bit more experimental, maybe a little bit more um, in some ways. You definitely get that from this single. You know? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm excited to hear it. Yep. I'm excited. Uh, New Angels and Airways album coming soon. I'm really excited for this. I mean, we've heard three singles off of it now, I think. Um, 
I've always loved Angels and Airways. Super solid band. Uh, Tom's a super solid writer, so it's yeah. great. Awesome. Next up, band we absolutely love. Shane, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. There's a new Green Day single. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's not bad. Oh, it's out. I've heard, I've heard it. It's oh, it's not out. Bad. Okay. Um, it. It's better than Here Comes the Shock. Definitely better than Here Comes the Shock. Better than the last album. Um, it definitely reminds me more of Green Day. It's definitely more of a, I guess, pop rock song than a punk rock song for sure. But the songwriting's much better. I think they put a little bit more effort into this one, and I don't think it's that bad. Okay, I got two two things I'm very excited to check out now, just from the last two. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Green Day. You know, obviously they're big, big, big influence of mine. Mm-hmm. Of, of a lot of people that got into punk that are my age or even younger, they've put out legendary yeah. records, but it's felt a little uninspired for the last, oh, I don't know, 15 years. So, uh, I mean, the album art's <laughs> just a hot dog. So, I okay. mean, take that as you will. Well, that's all right, though. Like, I, I'm okay with Green Day's when they're trying to do that rather than mm-hmm. maybe take themselves too seriously. But regardless, um, I will always at least give them the time of day. And if this oh, is, 100%. if this is, if you say this is not bad, it's probably really good. Cause Mike's Mike can be a bit of a hard marker. A little bit. Next up. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to be really excited for this. Mm. New bear tooth single on Friday. Oh wow. This is the third one. Fourth? fourth. Fourth one already. Wow. Getting close to the, uh, is this too many singles for the album here, boys? But, you know, um, it's Beartooth. Beartooth's always consistently good. Um, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, and I've I've heard this album. I've heard this whole you album. Um, Caleb sent it to me. I'm a friend of the band. <gasps> really? I know, I know. And I'll tell you, this. this I, I'm not sure which singles have been released. Uh, I, th- I mean, Devastation's a great song. I mean, mm-hmm. they're all really... But this whole record is awesome, and I think it's a little bit different than what people are going to expect. It has a rawness that maybe you don't hear a lot in that, mm-hmm. you know, modern rock genre, um, whatever you want to call Beartooth, whatever you think they're doing these days. Yeah. It's a little the more new- raw. It's a little more throwbacky to some of the the sounds uh, like I don't want to say classic rock because it's still really mm-hmm. heavy but there's a little bit more of that in this record and I think people are going to be uh, excited for a little more rawness I've been kind of referring to it as like biker core because that's almost the vibe I get from it yeah but, not, uh, not not off at all not if I'm right off. the new single is called fed up um, okay I want to say so I don't know we'll see how it is all right be good uh next up they just announced their new album, and they announced that they're going to have a single on Friday. It's Capstan. Yes. We like Capstan here. We, Capstan's we, a great band. We do like Capstan. I hadn't heard about this coming out. Uh, good friends of mine, tour, tour mates, and uh, yeah, man, they're, mm-hmm. they're like, I love their guitar work. I love I like, oh, I yeah. love their, um, their vocalist, uh, Anthony. Great band, and I feel like they're one of those bands that it was all about to happen and then the pandemic hit you know yep, like 100 they were right there and then it's like oh can't tour can't do anything and it's like oh man mm-hmm. like their their momentum just got stifled so oh yeah th- it's good to see them back and um and i'm excited and i loved restless heart keep running i think it's a great album i think this is a great band i think they're super underrated um they're 
the perfect mix of that kind of modern songwriting that I love with um, kind of the old school emo vibe. The guitar works absolutely phenomenal. And it's something that you don't see a lot in that kind of post-hardcore uh, emo pop punk realm yeah. where it's kind of the amalgamation of those three. Um, I think this band's super solid. They're writing amazing music. I can't wait to hear this song on Friday. Absolutely. Next up, we've got one of my favorite supergroups. Wizard Throne is releasing <laughs> or has released a new single. Um, okay. For those who don't know, Wizard Throne is members of Ailstorm, Aether Realm, and a couple other cool metal bands that I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, they're pretending to be wizards and writing super heavy power metal. It's absolutely awesome. I don't know what any of the words mean because they're weird and I'm pretty sure made up wizard terminology. But it's super fun and I love it. And I mean, anything Chris Bowes is involved with, I think it's great. <laughs> so yeah, and this is this project. It's just getting off the ground, right? This is like yeah, a this new, is the this second is like single. A, this is like a co- probably a COVID. Oh, hundred uh, percent you know idea that's sort of turned into a real thing and it'll be interesting to see how serious or how far this goes mm-hmm. but again i'm with you man me and mike are huge Alestorm fans i cannot wait one of my dreams in life is to go across the border pick up mike go to an Alestorm show and just drink all night long <laughs> until we are i don't even know pretending to be pirates we're gonna dress like pirates. we'll see what too. happens we're we're definitely it's, dressing like pirates it's gonna get weird i this is this is a, a day i can't wait for and wizard throne is here in the meantime 100 percent. i love these guys they're they're like the heaviest you can be as far as power metal without not being power metal it's super cool it's a vibe i love it check it out next up what's the longest song you've ever heard mm, uh inagata devita maybe how long is that one mm, i don't know 20 minutes something like that maybe i'm I'm actually not sure the decline by no effects is 18 minutes it's probably not the longest Mm -hmm. but uh i don't know well this band this is and i I don't think i ever would have heard about this band had it not been for this uh this band's called beyond deviation okay they are putting out a 45 or so minute track and it has 400 featuring artists <laughs> <laughs> all vocalists too all deathcore what <laughs> beyond dv this is a deathcore band yes putting out a 45 minute track with 400 features yes wow i don't even know what to say man like, let me go to their Facebook real quick, and I can pull up some of the vocalists. I know that they've got the dude from Angel Maker on there. I know they've got what's his name from I Prevail, or I Prevail. Um, oh, I'm reading. I'm reading it here. Beyond Deviation, four hundred. Four. That's the. That's what the I single's called too. Four hundred yeah. being the number of vocalists featured on the thirty-seven minute long track. They announced yep. at the announced at the end of twenty twenty. And the return of their original vocalist. Okay. Yeah. So they've got, this is uh, this is different. So they've got uh, Duncan Bentley from Volvidinia, Mike Greenwood from Angel Maker, Jamie Hanks of I Declare War, Luca Schirmler of Mental Cruelty, uh, Matt from Rhythm. Let's see. Matt Garrett from Veramia. Let's see. Who else? Oh, I lost all the pictures. There's a ton of vocalists that are just super, super talented on this, though. Yeah. Um, Casey from Angel Maker is going to be on it too. Um, 
Josh from Monasteries. We've talked about them. Uh, Orion from Indying Arms. I see Loathe yep. on Taylor, here. Um, Taylor Barber from Left to Suffer. Um, man. Kyle from Barbarossa. Yeah. Well, 400 Carcosa. of them. We're not going to get them to them all today. Yeah. That is something, though. That I mean, that's that's worth a... That's worth a spin. I, mean, I don't know if I'll get through the whole 37 minutes. Oh, what, I'm going what, to. Do you think it's a, like, I just don't even know what it, it's going to, is it going to be structured? Is it going to be just like an album? I don't know. That's in one track? Like. I'm I'm so excited for it because I don't know what it is, right? Yeah. Like, I assume it's not going to be the same chorus repeated over and over like 50 times in a song. <laughs> but. Maybe. You never know. You never know. Like, I think it's going to be a absolute buck wild time. Uh, T. Grammer in the chat says, how do you organize this? I don't know. How? It's an ma- absolute massive undertaking. How? Like, imagine the audio file like, project in your right. Fruit Loops or whatever the hell you're using. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, like, yeah, you, that you has gotta, to be insane. You figure out what part you want the person to sing. Then you send it to them. This is a 400 different emails you have to mm-hmm. deal with. Then you have to, to get it back. Make Drop sure they're it all in the track. Make sure you know which ones which. I assume you have to. Although I guess it doesn't yeah. really matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna say. Okay, so at at twenty two minutes and one second, who's that? And at twenty two minutes and eighteen seconds, who's that? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just insane. Just, but it's Buckwild. I think it's crazy. I think I don't really know the band well enough to comment on whether or not it's gonna be good, but. This is something so monumental that you just kind of have to talk about. Like, I think they're going for like, once they put it out, they said that they're going to like contact Guinness World Records and like get featured in the book and stuff like that too. And I'm like, why not? I mean, wild. if you're going to put that much work into it, you, <laughs> you mm-hmm. might as well. Yeah, hundred percent. It's interesting though. It's this is a band that yeah, I don't think either one of us have, have heard of. Oh, they're Canadian. They're from Otto- they're from Ottawa. Another band from Ottawa. So, yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Well, oh. Beyond Deviation with their track, Beyond Deviation 400. 37 minutes, 400 singers. Oh, sorry. 37. Don't miss, it. Don't miss it. All right. And then uh, last up, the last kind of honorable mention I wanted to talk about. There's a new band called Future Foundation. They are a Japanese metalcore band. They're featuring members of Noisemaker, Shadows, and Crystal Lake. They put out a new song today. I forget the name of it. Absolutely incredible. I think... It, it kind of blew away my expectations of, like, a 10-man supergroup. I thought it was going to be a little too too many thoughts, too many cooks in the kitchen. But the song's right. great. Um, I think it's awesome. I hope that these guys all tour together because I love all of these bands separately. And I think it'll be a good time. Cool. Yeah. What a list. What a week. There's so much to listen to. It's wild. I'm loving it. So I'm here for to it. listen to it. That's cool. Well, we did it, Mike. We did it. We killed it. We That's talked about all the things. That is our show once again. Thank you, everybody, for uh, being here on Twitch or listening on the podcast side of things. Hell yeah. Toodles. Toodles.